Hi, guys. I'm with Rodeo Royalty right now. Your buddy Chris Tuddy and I am here interviewing none other than Jason Glass. Now, I have been a fan of this guy for probably... 25 years at least it seems like I mean the first time uh, I came down here with uh, Sheldon Kennedy and I mean things were a lot different back then man like I think we drove up in the Envoy and uh, uh, they let us park right on the gates Uh, you know I'm just wondering how, how are things changed since then that has changed a lot. You know, I've been here for 48 years since I was born, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's a whole different world back here. It's a, you know, it's a lot more of a business. Um, you know, everyone used to have. I'd say everyone still has fun, but it's uh, it's not the party it used to be. You know, we put a lot of time and effort and money into racing wagons and uh, taking care of horses as best we can. So it, it's changed a bunch. Uh, yeah, I think that both of us have grown up a little bit more. You than me, for sure. You got, you got the wife and the lovely kids, twins too, as well. Yeah, no, things have changed in my life too. I've uh, got way more control over uh, my life, and uh, you know, I got a great family, uh, two twins that are eight years old, and a beautiful wife, Brian. So it's, uh, I live in a beautiful world. No, absolutely. I mean, like I said, the good old days, there used to be campfires down here, uh, people riding around on mini bikes. Uh, it, it got a little reckless, too. I think the safety, they've, they've really improved things here. I think all the servers now that even hand out alcohol it has to be pro-served, too, as well? Yeah, no, every, everything's uh, watched over very carefully. It's, uh, you know, safety first at the Calgary Stampede and uh, take care of the uh, the sponsors and all the, the fans and friends that are around here. So, you know, it's still a great place to be. Do you think it's it's better that way now? Because, I mean, before, like, maybe if you go to some of the other rodeos in Pinocchio, it's a little bit more of a community. Like, uh, or do you think that it's better that it's a little more serious now? I think it's better because, you know, I, I always put the horses first, and uh, their safety is the most important thing uh, in my mind. So, you know, the less people around here and the safer it is and, and the you know, when the party's all under control, the horses rest better, and, uh, you know, it's just safer for the horses, and um, and that's the bottom line. Well, that's a dramatic change that I, I've seen for sure. Now, you actually uh, come from a long line of family uh, since Guy Wiedek back in the day in the races. Uh, I guess uh, originally, what was the prize money back then? Oh, who knows? They might have raced for a case of beer for all I know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's come a long ways from that. It was like 275 then. bucks or something like that. But yeah. what would that be in today's type money, I wonder? I'll, yeah. I'll have to convert that for the article later. Peanuts, for sure. But, Peanuts. yeah, it's uh, it's been going on a long time. My great-grandfather, uh, Tom Lauder, he raced back in 1923. So it was my great-grandfather, then my grandpa, Ronnie Glass, and then my father, Tom Glass, and uh, now myself. So we've been around here a long time. Wow, man. You sure... Sure, it's exciting. Like for me, uh, as a young kid, even watching the races, it, it kind of seemed like a Greek god on a golden chariot, rounding uh, burning barrels with uh, four uh, demon horses of the apocalypse with uh, skeleton riders, uh, uh, you know, behind. Is, is that an accurate uh, representation of what goes on? Or, well, you know, you can compare it to any sport, or you know, um, even rock stars or whatever. You know, if you if you look back. Uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago in, in any industry compared to today. I mean, uh, just things have changed. It's uh, It costs a lot of money uh, to get things done. And and the phone's always ringing, And, and too, the phone's right? always ringing. So the phone's ringing right now, as always. No matter what industry you look, you look into, uh, you, you know, it's, it's some stuff is the same and some's changed, and you, you just got to fl- go with the flow and, uh, you know, and keep going. You got to wake up every day and, uh, and want to go to work. Well, there's less outriders now, too, as well. I believe your dad, Tom, was an outrider, too, as well. 
Yeah, yeah. There used to be four outriders that followed each wagon. Now there's only two. So that's how most families start out. Uh, you know, I, I started out riding first, and then I I started driving a couple of years later. And it's the proper way to do it. You kind of learn how things work out on the racetrack, and uh, and then jump in a wagon once you get things figured out a little bit more. And how does the outrider thing work? Like, is that kind of like uh, picking a hockey team? Is there a draft, or could you just have to throw money at a guy like Rio and say, hey man, or you know, one of the Cosgroves? Like, I mean, I know that's important element too in the team yeah outriding is very important um you know if, if i was an outrider i would ride for a, a certain person first and then down the list so if i was my wagons got hooked together you know i got to ride for one guy over the other so that's how outriding works and some outriders will ride all nine heats so they gotta prioritize uh who they ride for first to last so as a wagon driver you try to get the best that's for sure so if you bring the heat to a heat what does that mean exactly like what is a heat a heat is a, is a chuck wagon race so you know the first race of the night we we call it a heat and the last race of the of the night it's also called a heat yeah, so things get heated up, right? Heated up. The aggregate, I don't quite understand that is. Well, I kind of do, but I'm just pretending I don't. So, Yeah, the aggregate is the top uh, combined time after a certain amount of days. So here, after eight days, um, you add up everybody's times, including penalties, and the fastest wagon um, is your aggregate champion. Okay, and I understand that you, uh, they refer to you as the glass man. Because you seem to break a lot of records, is that true? <laughs> you know, we've we've had lots of success over over the years. I've been I've been here at the Calgary Stampede racing for for thirty years. You know, so it's over time. If you work hard enough and try hard enough, and and you know, have a lot of beautiful horses, you know, you're going to be fortunate and win some stuff. So yeah, it, it's been great. Um, the fun one that we do have uh, still is the track record. So it, it's one hundred eight seventy five. And oh no! See, I was in the infill the other night, and they said one hundred nine. And I didn't think it was 109. I thought it was. Yeah, the, someone needs to do their homework. 108. 108.75. And that, that extra fraction of a second in this type of sport means any, everything, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. It, it was a very fast, uh, very fast run. Was it like in 2008 or something? Yeah, I'm not when sure. Was it, was, it was a few years ago, but it'll, it'll be tough to beat. A few years ago. I remember being at one of your celebrations there. That might have been back in 2008, I think. You guys had a band and everything. And yeah, we used to rock this place pretty good. I used to have a band every uh, the last night of the stampede, and we had hundreds of people around here, and the party yeah. never ended till the sun came up. I remember those days, man. I don't know how I survived some of those days. Uh, as well, which is kind of neat, um, I think we've touched on a lot of things here at uh, Stampede. Uh, what, what kind of money is it that's up for grabs? And, uh, you know, with some of the penalties, I understand that you, you had a, some mishap. Uh, are you okay to talk about that? Yeah, for sure. It's been a great Stampede. My horses have uh, have been running excellent every night. Uh, one night, um, I didn't have uh, so much luck. Uh, my horses ducked on me, and I, and I hit a barrel. So, you know, that took us out of the running to, to be in the finals here. But other than that, the horses have been running great every night. So how does it work uh, for standing-wise for money is what I'm trying to understand. Like the, there's throughout the aggregate, how, how does a truck wagon driver make money throughout the stampede? Well, every night we run, uh, first place uh, gets paid um, $6,000, and second place gets paid a little bit less. So it's prorated down from first to 36. So everybody gets paid every night. It just it depends on how much. And then at the end of the stampede, the last race, there's 150000 up. And so that gets split up uh, accordingly, uh, whoever makes the final race. 
and then uh, you know the the main money that uh, comes into the wagon driver's pocket is is from the sponsorship. You know, my sponsor is uh, Birchcliff Energy, and um, this group has been with our family. Uh, you know, Jeff Tonkin, Larry Shaw. They've been sponsoring our family for like 35 years with different companies. So, you know, that's the main money is is our sponsorship. Um, prize money, prize money is decent. It, it could probably be double, you know, for the amount of work and money that uh, wagon drivers spend. So, you know, the prize money, it's it's good, but it, it could be better. And uh, the sponsorship is where it's at. Wow, that's great. Now, these horses, wow, are they ever treated well. I think they have a better life than, than me or you in, in some aspects. Like, I mean, they get to go out and run around and play. But uh, a lot of people, I don't think, understand the day-to-day work, that the things that you have to do. Can you take us through that a little bit, everything from your day, feeding the horses, everything else? Yeah, I mean, that's a long story. We could talk about the horses uh, for days and days. I mean, the, the short version of it is is it's, it's every day um, of the year for me you know i have probably 35 horses and so it never ends you're always um buying selling um trading um training them taking care of them you know so my horses they get everything from their feet to their teeth done um you you name it they get it uh, the nutrition is top does one of your horses have veneers or something like mine <laughs> yeah exactly but no seriously they they get it all Whatever they need, they get it. Uh, chiropractic, dental, you know, they're, they're taking care of uh, way better than we take care of ourselves. So basically, they're like Calgary Flames hockey players. <laughs> yeah, they are sports stars. They are sports stars. And uh, uh, do you have any bench warmers? So I know you, you've got four stars here right now, but could you talk about those horses? Yeah, I mean, the horses are, I compare them to any uh, sports team. You know, you, you got your number one, two, three, four what are their lines. Names? Um, I got a lot of beautiful horses in the barn. There's there's 20 head here, you know, so, you know, I love them all. Who's starting today? Um, tonight will be uh, Bear and Bob and Jep and Man are the four that are going tonight. And man. You used to have a white horse, too, I remember. Did you still have one of those? Yeah, I got uh, two gray horses in the barn, Bafford and uh, Smokey's the other one. I've had Smokey um, for, he's 14 years old, so I've had him here at Calgary Stampede for probably 10, 11 years. Wow. Now, now to dab a little bit on some of the things you do on the sideline, I, I, do you remember when we, we had to be huddled in a cold tent up in Tassina? There at the, was it the Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee? Yeah, no, a lot of cold nights in the movie industry. So that's what I do when I'm uh, done wagon racing. I'll, I'll go back to work in the film industry. Uh, I'm a stuntman, so... Um, Hollywood stuntman. Well, Hollywood likes to come to Canada now. Wild West Hollywood. <laughs> so a lot, of, a lot of the work's in Vancouver. So I'll go back to work and fall down and have some fun. I remember I actually got to do a scene with you at Assassination and Jesse James. I was one of the distinguished guests. I guess you were... Uh, Huh? Uh, yeah, that was a Western, so we, we were doing cowboy stuff. So, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. Our family's been involved in that since the early 70s, too. So, yeah. you know, it's, everything's kind of family-related, and uh, we love to race and do dangerous things. Uh, do you, yeah, that's for sure. Wow. Uh, what's one of the most dangerous stunts that you did? I, I remember hearing a couple of them, for sure. I don't know. Anything to do with horses is always unpredictable. Um, Some cliff jumps, too, didn't you? Yeah, no, over the years. I've had the opportunity to do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, probably the scariest thing was hanging out of a helicopter over uh, Mexico City. You know, it was an old relic of a helicopter, and the, the cables were all rusted out, and, you know, you're flying around in that, in that uh, 
black smog and I didn't know if everything was going to fall apart and I was going to fall on top of the day. Um, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, cool. Wow, I remember that movie. That was kind of neat. And then uh, you also did some work with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, yeah, yeah, I worked with him on The Revenant uh, a couple years ago, and um, I've, I've been on, uh, I think, three or four of his pictures, so it's uh, it's, it's all good, you know, it's uh, you, you got to make a living somehow, and uh, that's kind of where I fell into. All right, cool. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting to the conclusion of our interview here. I know you, you got, your time is pressing and everything. Uh, I'm just wondering, you know, where you see the future of this sport, and, uh, you know, are we going to one day see... The drivers are the only people being at risk, and possibly mechanical horses. I think the sport is uh, is doing fine. You know, we got lots of uh, young and upcoming drivers, and you know, the love of the horses and the sport is is not going anywhere. You know, the fans, um, the drivers, the families. You know, everyone puts so much uh, work into taking care of these horses, and. You know they're they're all race horses off the track, and and when their careers are, are done on the racetrack, um, because they might slow down or have a minor injury, you know the, the, that's when the chuck wagon get, uh, drivers get them. So I don't know if there's a you know maybe a couple thousand horses around that uh, used to be on the racetrack that uh, you know we've saved their lives and and they love to run, and that's what we give them the opportunity to do. It seems like throughout the years you've really changed athletically wise too, and it seems like it. You know, I mean, you're definitely a guy I wouldn't want to get in a fight with. I've always thought that. <laughs> Some of those late night drinking uh, years and years ago, people. We won't, we'll probably edit this out. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, like your physique, your your it, it, you know your tenacity, it just really seemed to change over the years. So it, was that part of your regime too, or is it just you get in shape basically looking after the horses all year? Yeah, you know, I've I've never really changed much. Uh, I love to work. I, I work hard. Uh, you know, I don't I don't mess around. I, if there's something to be done, I, I do it and I get it done. And I think just uh, keeping your head down and you know, digging ditches is is you gotta you gotta just keep working hard and that, it helps you stay in shape. Do you still get time to play a little rec hockey too, or no? No, I don't play much hockey. I help the boys uh, team a little bit uh, at practices and stuff. And no, I kind of stay out of the coaching end of it and and hockey and that. Now I just uh, love to hang out with my family and uh, enjoy the beach when I get a chance. And do- I saw the Hawaii license plate. Yeah, we've been going to uh, Molokai, Hawaii uh, for about eight years now. So well, love it. I love it. I have uh, rich oil and gas parents, so I used to, Oahu would be for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, to conclude the interview, all my friends out in La La Land, you know, every time I'm in Los Angeles, I try to explain to them what an amazing experience it is, the Calgary Stampede in general. But for me, I'm not going to lie to you, it's always been the chuck wagon races. If you could explain to them what this is all about or, or why they should come and check this out, maybe possibly next year, that would be great. Yeah, anybody that uh, that likes to be in the outdoors and, and try something new, you know, you you gotta you gotta Google it, look it up, chuck wagon racing. Um, anybody that comes and watches the Calgary Stampede or any chuck wagon race, they, they always come back. And you know, the biggest reason is because they get to come around the horses and and visit all the people that are around here. And trust me, there's a lot of characters around here and, and beautiful animals and. You know, the chuck wagon racing, there's nothing like it in the world. There's so much power and uh, dust and dirt and mud flying. and So it's a yeah. huge adrenaline rush, eh? Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's uh, you, you really can't explain it, the, the, the adrenaline and the emotion that uh, goes into chuck wagon racing. Thank you so much for your time. Anytime. Thank you. Uh,